Welcome back to the Garden State Revelry. My name's Mikey Tenders, and I'm getting the double birds from my man, Jerry Smits. What's up, Jared? What's up, everybody? Fuck you, Mike. (laughs) That's a tough look, man. You just look up from pressing record on your on your CPU or your smart device. Coming with some sass tonight, boy. Oh, bro, fresh haircut, Jared. It's kind of a meanie pants. <laughs> I clean up and I get mean, dude. Fucking A. All right, well, that's also the end of the show because uh, my feelings are hurt and... Have a good I, fucking I, night, everybody. <laughs> I have to have a good cry. Psych. I'm just playing, Mike. Uh, tall Jared. It's, uh, it's tall me, Jared. Tall Jared. You're I just, just cut my hair. You're just getting on me. I don't know who that was. <laughs> who was that? Haircut Jared. Who's that mean guy? Uh, what's up, man? My day started in North Carolina, so I'm a little tie-tie. I'm traveling. But, um, you know, I'm ready. I think I'm ready for the show. I'm going to bust out something. Maybe keep it tight. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe not. We can keep it tight. Who knows? Things have been good, man. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good tonight. I think it's the summer in the air, man. I got good energy, yeah. The weather's been good. It's nice. It's definitely been nice. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. literally, before you came over tonight, I was sitting out on the in the patio furniture while the sun was setting in the golden hour, drinking a nice little coffee. Mm. Sitting out there just looking at birds and shit like a real old man. There you go. It was nice. Coffee. Yeah. I need a little afternoon pick-me-up. Boom. That ain't bad. How long were you out there? Afternoon. I didn't get here till 7.30, for those of you who don't know. Uh, after I ran the errands, got everything ready for the show, okay. I... I went out and uh seven. No, it was like six thirty I went out there. Nice. It was nice. My neighbor was hosing on the fence next door. I thought she was gonna squirt me. Did you call her a hoser? <laughs> no. I was just waiting for her to hit me though. I was gonna be like, Ooh! Ooch! Someone over here. Oh, she didn't see you? No, because it's uh, one no of those high invisible call her a hoser. High invisible fences, right? Like I was like almost right up against it on the other side. But yeah, no, it was nice. It was it was nice to just take it in for a second. I had a busy day today. Was running around. Yeah, you went and got some Tito's for us to drink. Thanks for that, buddy. That's right. Episode thirty nine, Tito's and Lacroix, and yeah. uh, it's the pamp. <laughs> Hold on, I got this. Hold on. Mm, not sure you do, bro. The pample moose. Yeah. That Am was I good. saying it rice? Rice? Am I saying it rice? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Until the rice part. LaCroix, Pamplemousse, and Tito's. Pam. Are you saying Pam or Pam? It's like calm, but Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Pamplemousse. Yeah, it's not bad. LaCroix, I mean, I don't know. I I like LaCroix. We've been drinking it for a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they do it, though, with these flavors. Well, a lot of the the new memes have been coming out about LaCroix. Like, if if you like LaCroix... Uh, what I don't even remember what they are, but they're just saying it's like the hint of flavor, whatever. It's like barely any flavor in them. Yeah, I'm I, drawing a blank right now, but I have been seeing them pop oh, up. Oh, the the memes are about how you don't understand flavors if you only like a hint of flavor. No, I should have really thought about this before I said it because mm. I'm drawing a complete blank. But it's basically it's basically saying you're like sadomasochistic if you enjoy the flavor. Of Lacroix because it's it's basically like not there. But oh, the club soda memes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I should have remember. I don't remember them now. Fizzy bubble. Whoopsie. Sorry. Sorry about that. 
Um, yeah. Well, Lacroix and Tito's, and uh, that's that's sort of our our go to with with no guest and no producer tonight. It is. Yeah. It's lonely and just loft. running the ship. Yeah, really, running really. The ship. Just like we started. Yeah, it's it's kind of a throwback for it episode is. thirty-nine here. It's nice. It's like grassroots shit. Show sure enough. <laughs> Except all these stage lights and all this shit we Obviously, have now. Obviously, the production is <laughs> off the chain. Production values. And the crew of people behind the scenes that really don't get mentioned, <laughs> and their families. Yeah, we got a lot of, a lot of crew. There's so many of them. <laughs> There's so many so, of them. So many. <laughs> How was North Carolina? How was the drive back today, buddy? Oh, I did not drive. I flew today into Trenton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Frontier Airlines, man. Front. Then, then we got an Uber um, because we we did drive down last week. But the Uber driver, it said on his thing, known for good conversations. Wow, was that a review or was it like a self-proclaimed note? I his- didn't know there was a difference, so I would have to assume that it was a self-proclaimed note because he went right in for it, like hmm. hard. He was like, "We're gonna chat." <laughs> you may have heard this from. <laughs> All of the sources, but uh, I'm a chit-chatter. Yeah, he was sweet, but we live so close to Trenton Mercer Airport that I was just like, ooh, that's my time. So have a great day, Keith. Gotta love that. Yeah. Yeah, it it was fine. Nice guy. That's good. Nice enough. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Let me turn my phone. I was appalled at the price of it, though. Let me turn my phone down real quick because... A heinous Smith family group chat just started up, and that means that for the next five to ten minutes, it's going to be beep, 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 Heinous. Tell me more. Uh, no, it's just nothing. Read it aloud for the people. It's just usually where I think Lance Romance is going on a cruise with Diana and uh, all the the Brady Bunch that is my family are all in a group chat right now making fun of Lance. How can he afford that and... We he claimed his taxes that he didn't make that much money this year, but he's going on this cruise, so that's gonna go off for a while now. So I turned it down. Ah, uh, all right. Well, we'll just keep that on simmer, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know. They're a dual income family. You know. Maybe. Maybe uh, the lady of the house is treating him. Yeah, it's just funny because the we were we were joking about the audit earlier with him and what he says he makes and all the files of banknotes that we burned in the bonfire a couple of weeks ago. Lance, living on the edge, man. That is my future, man. Okay. Yeah, that well, is my future. You would have to figure out a lot more about taxes to get to that point. Yeah, true. And I just fin- turbo Finances tax. in general. I just turbo tax it, man. Yeah, see, but then you can't burn any records. That's all. <laughs> what records? It's in the cloud, bro. I <laughs> e-file, bro. Yeah, I don't claim. Are you any. still getting a good chunk back? I get a decent amount back. I pay a shitload though, so yeah. I mean they take a lot out every week. Know that story? It ain't fun. It's not. I feel like it doesn't add up. I feel like the amount I get back doesn't add up to the amount I put in. But whatever. I don't get it. I don't get how it works. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, you know, you definitely don't get it all back. Mm-mm. But I don't know. It is weird. Taxes are boring, though. We don't have to talk about them. Are you sure? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we could go in. Guys, is, is everyone's first quarter filed? <laughs> I mean, it's over now. 
Time's oh. up. Hashtag time's up. Wow. ST20. <laughs> what if we just started hopping on the time's up hashtag, but we're talking about taxes that is already over? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, time's up for real this time. <laughs> hashtag time's up. It's the first quarter. Sick of taxes, am I right? Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about taxes anymore. Fuck them. Boring. Super boring. But, what uh, else we got? We got some New Jersey news. We got some um, NHL stuff to get to. Not um, really, because the playoffs are technically over, but there's just, like, one occurrence that was pretty funny. I don't know. Do you ever do that thing? Sports fans, do you ever do that thing where uh, the team that beat your team, you then want them to win the whole thing? Because mm-hmm. the team that beat my team's looking pretty good. The Lightning just stomped the Bruins. Yeah, that's true. That and I true. didn't expect anyone to stomp the Bruins the way they were playing the second half. And I'm kind of glad about that, actually. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd much rather have Tampa Bay than the Bruins. But I'm also doing that thing where you, like, 50% want the team that beat you to go all the way. Yeah. But you also want the team that beat you to, like, lose, which happened to us. The Penguins actually got eliminated as well. Which they is, did. It, I mean, it feels good either way. Actually, you know what? I think getting them knocked out is a little bit better. It feels good. but Sure. I mean, you know, when it's a rival. But, like, us and the Lightning, like, I got nothing against the Lightning other than they beat us this year. A bunch yeah. of guys on the Devils now having surgery. They were playing hurt since, like, December. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I was like, all right, well, maybe the Lightning is the greatest. Maybe we're the second best team in the NHL. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. Who knows, you know? But yeah. we'll see. A lot of hockey left to play. A lot of hockey. The Caps took down the Penguins, and it's, what, the, the first time making – Past the second round, or for, for a very long for a time. very long time, right? Yeah, I'm not even gonna Google that. It's been a long time. Ovechkin's never done it. Yeah, so but fuck him. Who cares? I'm not gonna butt fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, I go again with uh, my mouth. Anyway, back to taxes. <laughs> it's really exciting <laughs> when you have to file an adjustment. What you gotta do is keep your receipts. That's what you gotta do. Technically, you know, that's a business expense. <laughs> if you got to show up and shine shoes every day. Technically. No, you know what? I stopped claiming, like, all that shit a while ago. I remember one year I was donating a lot, and I was doing a lot of charity, and then... Wait. So... <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to call me on my bullshit before I even finish my sentence? I haven't finished my sentence yet. <laughs> You're gonna call me on my bullshit. <laughs> but <laughs> in all seriousness, I felt like I did a lot that year. But I mean Okay. So I claimed a lot in charities that year. I mean, it wasn't a lot, a lot, but I mean I for the first time I claimed shit charity wise. And it like didn't affect my outcome at all. So from the, from then on I was just like, eh. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck the kids. Fuck charities. <laughs> <laughs> How many times I put my change into the thing at the Wawa? Like that's got to right. be like five hundred dollars a year. <laughs> Just take a little cell phone video of doing it. It's Eighty-five cent, man. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really help you. That's that's more like if you don't get anything back. Mm-hmm. That's at that level. But yeah, we're talking about taxes again. Let's let's definitely not. All right. Um, briefly back to the Bruins Lightning series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We wanted to touch on the let's get back on track. <laughs> we wanted to we wanted to talk touch on the uh, the lick. Yeah. Do you think Marshan files his taxes? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's interesting because he's originally a Canadian. So do you mm. think he's paying for both? 
Um, no, so Brad Marchand, if you haven't heard, he's a little rat person. Yeah, he's the um, worst. Everybody hates him except if you're in Boston. And, um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, he's really good at hockey. But he's a dirty player. You know, he does a lot of things everyone doesn't like. But that's neither here nor there. What Marchand has most recently done in this in this playoff series they just lost is he's gone and licked a man. And he has. Like a full-blown lick, too. In a hockey game. We're going to fade into this audio. I got, I'll fade it in. Ooh, I got okay. you. I'm producing right now. Watch my watch my shit, bro. My man's on the sticks. So, yeah, Martian was doing some dirty hits, but, I mean, we'll let this video explain it to you. Yeah. I don't think this is a suspendable play, but it's close. He backs off of it a little bit before contact, but I do not blame Ryan Callahan for being a frustrated player. He goes up to Marshan, addresses it, wants to do it face-to-face, gives him a little punch there, and then this just gets gross again. I, I don't know what's going through Marshan's mind. I mean, licking an opponent under the nose is not something I would recommend. And look at Callahan's look here. He just is like, I can't believe that happened. The referees again have a conversation with Brad Marchand. And as Pierre said, it's not the first time we've I'd seen go, I'd go right and take a shower. i go it's right hot. and take it's a shower. Not good. It's, it's, just, not it's, good. it's not I would probably sucker punch the guy. I, I, there's no <laughs> question. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, I agree with you. I don't know what goes through his head. Wait, like what, what is this female commentator's name? In the face. So that's I don't know. We got to look her up. I did not even realize she was going to do that at the end of this. That's, no licking uh, in hockey. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. I can't even wrap my head around. <laughs> no licking in hockey. I That's, like Roner too. Yeah. Roner with the. I would go take a shower immediately. Go take a shower. <laughs> Jeremy Roenick, who has like eaten, you know, live octopus in South Korea yeah. and just will do anything. Doesn't he have a skit on NBC Sports where he travels and like he was a part of the whiteout in uh, Winnipeg the other night? Really. Yeah, he was all dressed in white, like looking like a total asshole. I haven't watched. Apparently, hockey. somebody licks him though, and he has to take a shower. <laughs> Rona was a bad boy too, enforcer. That's what I'm saying. Man. But yeah, no, I mean that lick. I mean, if you have licked him, if like you, if you haven't seen it, look at hockey guys get in each other's faces. Obviously, they 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 rub their dirty, stinky gloves in each other's faces, which is gross in itself. But that's just the smell. Marshan gets up in his face. And licks upwards under his nose, and straight up like like a dog would lick you. Yeah, I've never seen that before. It, he's just one of those people. He's a rat man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and like the worst, in like all the worst ways, like the one upper. Well, it'll yeah, he, and he's like I don't know. He's got this is this is just directed at Brad Marchand, just so you know before I say it. But he's definitely got a little bit of small man syndrome for sure, and you know. He he's What's just that. <laughs> he's just he's just like, and then you see him like the refs are talking to him and like you can imagine these what's going through these guys' heads like, are you kidding? Like are you joking around, like, man? Do we have to be worried about that? Like we can't. This this game is played lightning fast. We're worried about all of these things, keeping players safe, making the right calls, a playoffs, high pressure situation, and now like. We got to worry about you licking the guy, another yeah. guy's face. That's what I was, how, how do you, like, what do you do to, like, reprimand that? How do you adjust that? What do you tell him? How do you penalize him? Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. My I man mean, was giving him the business. Yeah, like, unsportsmanlike conduct, right? Something I guess. like that. But, but did he actually end up getting anything? Or 
I don't know. Well, the problem was he had he had two low, dirty hits leading up to that. Right. So he went really low on, uh, I forget who it was, but it was another Tampa Bay Dan player. Girardi. Girardi. Yeah. And, like, flipped him over his himself. Like, he went real low, and Girardi went over top of Marchand. And then he did it to Callahan. Wasn't as bad. He kind of backed off a little, but Callahan got in his face about it, and that's what started this whole— Well, Callahan gave him a good face shove. Oh, yeah. A good face shove. And then he comes back with a lick. I don't know. Callahan looked a little confused, as I would. Yeah. But, uh— very odd. They're trying new things, I guess. V odd. V odd. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know about that. I man. wouldn't know That's... what to do if I was Callie and I, I would have done what he did. He just kind of like looked at him like, what? Like, what? Hey. Hmm. Thanks. I'm so confused. Come back over here. This is a confusing boner. <laughs> Whoa, why are you leaving? <laughs> Finish cool. me off, bro. I'm hot now. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that's just, I mean, yeah, yeah, again, you know, weird weird stuff happens in the heat of the moment. It's just interesting. That's an interesting choice by Bradley. Meanwhile, in the NBA, he's proving how fucking boring it is with LeBron pulling off a sweep. And I don't watch the stuff, but yeah. I mean... Are we really? Are we gonna have to watch it in the Cavs Warriors final? That if, if this was a multiple choice questionnaire, and you asked me what I have to add to this particular yes. subject, I feel like we're coming to E. It would be D, uh, little D. to none. <laughs> okay. I I did see like in headlines that LeBron was making some like last minute game winning shots, and they swept right. Yeah, they they yeah they swept. That is about all I know, and also that Philly didn't lose last night, and they're still in. Yeah, Sixers are still yeah. in, still out in a boat. That's about there as much as I There was a funny SNL skit, I think, on uh, the other Cavaliers. It was, a good, it was a good little skit. One of those, like, cheeky. You know it's cheeky when uh, when Keenan's in it? Uh, <laughs> every time I think of him, I think of that French guy in the tub from that Nickelodeon. Remember that Nickelodeon show he was on? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> What show was that? All that? All that. Yeah. 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 A little 90s trivia. With All Keenan that and with Kel. Keenan and Kel. That's a trollback, brother. <laughs> <laughs> little dumb. French guy in the tub. So dumb. And Amanda Bynes. What up, Bynes? Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. She's gone crazy. In What's the going on with years. her? Can we look up pictures of her? I know. I'm sorry for those of you who can't see these pictures, but live reaction, hot takes. Well, on what Amanda Bynes looks like right now, she, I'm trying, but she went like a couple of years ago. She like had a mental breakdown oh, and was going crazy on Twitter and like people were just like all over it. And then she like shut her Twitter down and then she like would come back every now and again and say stuff like. Uh, stuff about her dad, like her dad is trying to do shit to her, like her dad is ruining her life and like people she's like if this is on twitter it's not me i'm not crazy blah, blah blah but like she was doing all this crazy shit so you want pictures of it right okay she's 11 days older than me whoa that's what i'm saying dude this is recent wow poor amanda Bynes. there's pictures of her ripping heaters wearing terrible shades if this is the most recent one that's She's got a me body in that. She's a large and in charge now. 
She, she. Good for her. She's like dumpy, like like me. Yeah, she looks great in that picture. You look great too. You guys look good. <laughs> I just want to be old, Amanda, again. You know. Never gonna happen. <laughs> she needs help. I don't want to get. I mean, it's it's a long story. That was a couple years ago, but yeah, she went a little crazy for a while. But you brought her up. I did. I well, yeah. she was in all that. That's. <laughs> I know, but you did that thing where you were like, Amanda Bynes. And I was like, yeah, she was a hottie back in the day. She's really all not now. That, so not. All that. No, she's crazy. She went Britney crazy, but she hasn't bounced back like Britney, bitch. Britney's back. Britney's back. <laughs> Y'all best believe. God, we're just sitting here talking about shit I don't know anything All about. All right, so <laughs> I got my tax money. <laughs> went to Britney Spears in a Cavs game. So, yeah, I mean, for those who are still watching basketball, apparently it's exciting. No, it's not. No? No. I mean, you could pretend that it is. But why would you watch a sport where you already know what the finals are going to be? Like, skip the fucking whole season. What are we doing? And everyone's like, no, 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 no. This year, that's not going to happen because, you know, you got the Raptors. Mm. And it's like, oh, yeah? What if they just get fucking swept like children yeah. by LeBron again? It like, is funny. Like it happens every. I don't even need to watch a single bit of it because I know what's gonna happen. It's true, and, and it's I- not because I'm some kind of genius. It's just a bad league. Like, yeah, it's like watching the Yankees, like early two thousand Yankees. It's the way it is, and it's fun. It's it, you see all these things about LeBron. Um, like popping up like now you can't say he's not the greatest blah 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 he's not he can't say that but guess what For, to me and I don't know much about basketball but Jordan will always be the greatest Jordan's the greatest I don't care about stats I don't care about all that basketball's different now than it was then yeah Jordan will always be the greatest I mean LeBron's Le- LeBron's an incredible player he's but, great but uh, you know was he in Space Jam I don't think so. Yeah, number of times in Space Jam. There you go. <laughs> no, somebody had a good point. Jordan won a defensive MVP at some point, and uh, LeBron's never done that. I don't care about stats. It's like a completely different game now, isn't it? I I, I would say, yeah, that's true. It's weird. It's like there's no defense at all in basketball anymore. Yeah. Well, it's impossible to play it. Yeah. It's impossible to play defense in the NBA. This is what happened. The NBA is, in my opinion, did the same thing that football is now doing, where they took everything out of it that gave the defense an edge. Yeah. And it was because, oh, people want to see scores. And, you know, it's like, yeah, sure. But, like, why not keep your core fans who, like, love the game and then let them explain it to everyone else? I mean, I don't know. Baseball's still doing well, and they haven't changed a damn thing. Like, Yeah, it's true. And I don't watch baseball. I can't. It's so boring on TV. It's ridiculous. Like, I'll go to the ballpark. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, that's different. Dollar dog night, dog. Dollar dog what, night, dog. Like, are you turning on the Phillies game every day? Not now. Well, I'm gearing up now. I'm starting to watch a little bit more now that, you know, the Flyers are out. This is This is my turnaround season. Oh, yeah. Like the I mean, not turnaround, turnover season. We here waiting for the World Cup. <laughs> no, I, once once hockey is over for me, that's when I start, like, watching more and then getting more involved. Like, I'm still picking up, like, who's who on this team now. Like, 
I'm still living in the past with the Phillies, so yeah. I'm still learning who's who and like well, the new young guys. Where's Chooch? Doesn't Chooch bat eight, the eighth in the lineup? Yeah, <laughs> sure, dude, sure does. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. All right, well we, you know, we don't have to bring up the NBA. It's fine. I love it. Let's do this whole episode where we just talk about shit I know nothing about. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> hey, what else? What else don't you know? You want to hear about? uninformed opinions? All right, so about- <laughs> I've been racking up frequent flyer miles. What is that? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is frequent flyer miles? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Oh, yeah, dude. What did you just so, say? So, guys, don't get TSA pre-check. You might as well get global entry, you know? Just in case you want to leave the country, spend the extra 30 bucks. Unless you got priors and don't show up to that. Hmm. You know? But global entry gives you all the benefits of TSA pre-check is what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> How much? What else? What else? Um, what else? Uh, both of us burned. My, my sister just finished uh, her freshman year at Temple. Oh, graduating college. Well, uh, so well, graduating your freshman year, I guess. What I would say about that is, um, good, good for you. Don't <laughs> nice. rub it in my face. Her um, <laughs> sick of it already. Thank you. Her curricula is so weird to me. It'll be like uh, all just about culture studies, and is that the track she picked? She's undecided. So that's like. General education. Really? Yeah. Electives? Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're electives. I mean, they must be. You can't no, just... they're, no, I'm, that's the thing. I'm like, so you're just taking a bunch of electives and like not figuring out a track. But Temple has this program apparently where if you're undecided, like most kids at Temple are undecided. So they give you a lot of these general ed classes. And mm-hmm. They fall into categories that keep you on track to graduate in four years. And she'll tell me the names of her classes, and I'm like, I'm making this up, but it'll be, you know, it'll be like, when you don't have soup in the house, what's a quick meal? 101. And I'm like, that's not a, no, you don't need college for that. No, I learned that at 12. Right? (laughs) When mom's not home and I'm hungry. (laughs) But yeah, no. Bouillon cubes. And and it's just like, it's while I think we need to culture people and, and stuff like that, um, uh, yeah, it's odd. It's sort of like, really, do you need somebody who probably isn't, like, all that familiar with modern and changing culture? The struggles of a yeah, hungry I, just, belly? I'm just like, what's a textbook like that? <laughs> like, who who wrote that textbook? That's kind of pompous. Yeah, I don't get I don't get college these days anymore. We know that. We're uh, here. We are with more Boom, more hey, topics. Get I a know job. Nothing about. Get a, get a podcast, you idiots. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> hey, stupid. No, yeah. I temple. I didn't know she was going to temple. That's cool. Yeah, she stayed pretty local. Is she? Mm-hmm. She lives out there now. She, yeah, she's living. Yeah, in Philly. Uh, Another well, student just got just shot, back. didn't they? Yeah, it's not a good area, man. Mm-mm. I remember it's being tough. down there back when we used to run around those streets. Yeah, Temple's a rough area, man. <sighs> not good. It's a rough area. I mean, you know, you just you just got to know where you can be and where you can't. And I mean, there's people who've lived real hard lives, you know, 20 feet 
<laughs> from from what would be like quote unquote temple campus. Um and yeah. there's just old time like neighborhoods that just never transition. They've been living in poverty, generational yeah. poverty. Oh, you all forgot this is a city? Yeah. You forgot that 20 feet outside of your safe space are people that have been living on the street for years? Mm-hmm. Trying to get a dollar? You know? I need a dollar. There aren't, there aren't any safe spaces in the real world. Well, that's also good education, you know? Yeah. Speaking of of this, um, we, we've got this video that's really hot right now. That the, the the internet is a buzz about, and it and it sort of relates to these uh, separations in class and um, culture issues. Where, well, at least I think it does. I don't know if you if you haven't seen it. Um, it's the Childish Gambino video. Um, this is America. Yeah, and, it's uh, a lot of people are talking about it right now. People are saying it's like really great. Uh, I like him as an artist. I like his stuff. I think I know what he's getting at with this, and I dig it. I like his dancing in it. Yeah, on, he definitely a, has some smooth dancing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We'll play a little bit of it, and then we'll 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 discuss our thoughts on it. This is sounding like a class. Play that shit. Gunshots that you would hear, like in in the background of chat, like the background of a lot of rap tracks. Yeah, he's actually shooting people. Yeah, if you haven't seen the video, go check it out. Uh, it's worth a watch. I, it's it's good. 
I, artistically, I, I think his dancing and everything about it is is pretty cool. It's well shot. It, yeah, it's really it's it's cool. It's not like mind blowing. Like people are making yeah. it out to be like this huge thing. It's cool. I like it a lot, but it's it's not anything that is it's like thought provoking. Wow. And yeah. I think like it brings up whatever whatever it means to you. I'm not sure that it's one of these messages that's like perfectly clear. Well, that was the first time you saw it. Not right there, but right before we started recording, I showed it to you. Right, that was the first yeah. time. I want, what's your thoughts on what you think you're, he's conveying, or what you're trying to convey, or what you get out of it? I mean, I, I think it just it really ties into what we were talking about with the with the disparity in in class and the disparity in uh, wealth in this country and and what people value. I mean, I think that's what he's getting at is sort of we're happy go lucky, we're free in America, but you know what has that sort of done is created this divide where some people treat it one way and some people treat it a completely different way and I don't know, I think it's very focused on on gun violence mm-hmm. for sure, but I think he's trying to get at a, a bigger message. I I would love to have him on the show, so um childish can't be known, you know, if you want to come on the show. Yeah, what I really like, like, don't get me wrong, I really like, I really like this video, and the message that I'm getting, like, an uninformed opinion of what I'm getting from this video, I feel like it's, obviously, there's a gun message, but deeper than that, it's not just a gun message. Like, the way he transitions from, like, his, his, uh, verses into This Is America with the shoot, with the gunshots, and he's shooting people, it's like a harsh cut, and I think... It's like a play on what people are doing or focusing on in this country. And, I mean, I'm going to say, like, mostly him as a black man saying, like, what are we what are we trying to focus on here? When we're he's saying, like, let's get rich or he's dancing around and then all of a sudden it's like, people are dying and then he this is America. And then he goes back into his verses where he's talking about, like, you know, dancing or getting cash or, like, I look pretty. He says all that shit, and it's kind of like a a mini dig to, like, music and the music culture right now, I think, because each of his verse has, like, a little, like, subtle thing that is, like, hot in music right now. Like, the dances he's doing are, like, a part of, like, what's happening in, in music right now. And then some of his lyrics are hinting at, like, other rappers and other songs where they're like, yeah, you know, their message is this... And it's all fun and it's all dancing. And then he like abruptly does the shooting bit and it's like, this is America and we're not focusing on the right things. Like there's a divide between what's happening and what we're portraying. Right. And like what we're striving for, but also like we're playing up this, yeah, I'm strapped. Yeah, I need a strap, blah, 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 blah. And I'm getting money, blah, blah, blah. But then also like this is a real problem that we're not talking about. And I think that's what he's getting at. And on that fact, he does it subtly. I mean, he the gun thing isn't subtle, obviously, in this. It's obviously the message. But, like, the way he, like, subtly, like, takes from other songs and subtly dances. Definitely. Yeah. that I think that's really cool about this video. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, um, he's trying to, th- he's trying to throw, throw out the contrast of, of what's, 
you know what what's really maybe should be in the forefront i guess in his idea and then and then kind of like what is and what you know but it's hard because like i i I watch a video like this and i'm like i I understand your message i'm i'm pro like no assault weapons i think that it's pretty ridiculous that people think that they ought to be able to own an assault weapon just to say they do Mm -hmm. um there's just it's just so completely unnecessary. True. Um, and and that's sort of where I say, yeah. I mean, I mean, we went to the gun range in Austin. Like, yeah. I'm all about like having fun, going out, target practice in in a safe and controlled environment. And you know, if you want to own guns, I I'm not against that. If you hunt, I'm not against that. I, what I'm against is like these weapons of mass destruction in people's hands it's just unnecessary yeah. but i i think if your if your message is unclear it's hard because man r- rappers people in the music industry they're trying to make money they're trying to sell albums like they wouldn't yeah. have the platform they did if people didn't like it it's not all your message it's also your how you can get your message to people in a way that they're going to buy it. And yeah. and it's kind of hard, right, to hold if, – if he is holding, like, specific people accountable by mm-hmm. sort of throwing a little bit of shade. I don't know. Maybe he knows these people. Maybe he knows more than I do. Yeah. Um. Well, that's why I, I think it's less of a, like, strict gun issue that he's focusing on here. I think it's – it's he's artistically and, and very – doing so very well focusing on it's like a social focus issue right and guns are at the forefront obviously but that's what i like yeah it's like a social thing not like guns not a gun issue it's we got to start maybe focusing on where we're putting our attention or our our emphasis and like stop pretending yeah i mean i couldn't agree more i think i think on a very like how do I say this at a raw like sort of ethereal kind of level we we don't do enough for others most human beings yeah you know I don't think that we make time for it and I don't think that uh, we spend enough time concerned with it thinking about it and it's just kind of like even if we do it's it's you take this this video and what's happening with people on Twitter like celebrities on Twitter getting behind it and it's just kind of like yeah but what are you doing do you know what mm-hmm. i mean like reposting this video get, i guess gets the message out but everybody just wants to complain and scream loudest and get credit for for thinking that oh because they agree with us and they're like minded that they did something it's like that's not doing something yeah it's yeah. like everyone's clawing at each other to like get their head above right in any way possible and like as of late it's it's social justice yeah it's like oh this such a strong message no yeah i, I think this is such a strong this is such a strong message but it's i think artistically it's fucking awesome i think he did a good job and i like him he's he's a good dude he's a good boy he's a good boy but yeah no, yeah yeah i mean it's I like the I enjoy the song. I, I like I his dancing the I best. Can get behind this message. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Dancing is tight. 
how lame am I? I was just like, hey, I think it's dancing's really cool. Yeah, wow. That was pretty lame of me. But I get his, me- I like his message. I like that. And artistically, I can get behind this video. Yeah. But yeah, I I like that it's subtle. It's well, I, I keep saying subtle, but I think the subtlety comes in where people don't realize, like in his verses, he's kind of directly talking about like the music industry and what's what's popular right now and right. how what's popular right now isn't focusing on what's real. And I and we can talk in circles on this because this yeah, is I, another topic I that agree. we are uninformed yeah. about that we're just No, I mean I agree with you. I, I, giving I, our bullshit opinions on. Yeah. Yeah, we're weighing in here. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I think the toughest part about this is it's it's Okay, like you know, it's another person's opinion out there, and it's it's a it's a cool video, and it certainly delivers like a strong um, message, and it brings a lot of the victims back into light. You yeah. know, it's drawing attention, and it's drawing a lot of attention, and that's its point. And whatever attention it's drawing is up to your. In- interpretation and whatever you interpret is i mean that's the point i guess it it draws attention that's the main main focus of it and whatever you interpret it to be you can interpret it and then i will say bold move by him on going uh with the high like 80s late 70s late 70s pants pants yes. i like that and no shirt whatsoever dad bod. Lo- rocking the dad bod and the long hair and the long beard i like that yeah. Good moves. Good moves, Donnie. Good moves, ch- Childer. Childish right. Gamburner. So yeah, so that's that. I mean, I just thought it was a it was an interesting segue to the to the like harsh realities of, of the world. It's true. It works. Um so yeah. What else we gotta get to tonight? Tell me more. Tell me more of the things. Well, we're a new New Jersey based show, so why why not get into this New Jersey pooper? Oh, yes. Yes. Let's lighten it up. Let's lighten it up a bit. All right, so what township? Take me to the township. It's in New Jersey. Homedale. Man, they cannot catch a break up there in Homedale. So, Homedale High School, they, I guess, for a while had incidents of finding uh, feces. Human shit. There was somebody shitting on the football field. Yeah, like daily. Yeah. Like daily. All the time. Someone was shitting on the football field daily. So much so that they got the police involved, and the police decided to uh, stake out the area (laughs) where this individual was shitting. Yeah. And they caught the guy. Caught the guy. He came, he was running on the track in the morning, and then I guess just went and squatted. and It was a run by pooping. <laughs> and shot right on the football field. And like multiple times. Yeah, like, yeah, he's a serial pooper. So if you haven't heard by now, it turns out the guy who was shitting on the high school football field was the very own school superintendent, Thomas Tramaglini. Superintendent. Tramaglini. Tramaglini. 42-year-old Thomas Tramaglini. 
Tramaglini. Get a better name. Try try harder. But uh, yeah, the superintendent. This guy makes like $150,000 a year being a superintendent. Basically doing nothing. You're like an overseer as a superintendent. That's my thought. But if you're upset about this, by the way, you very well should be. Um, but this guy's also on paid leave right now. They just suspended him? He's on paid leave. Paid leave. So, and apparently he was like passing. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. They were like, part of the story was he was passing by porta potties, like two shit on the high school field. But obviously, if you're going to shit on a high school field, it's, it's on purpose. You're doing. This guy probably has keys to the school. I mean, he's yeah. the superintendent. I mean, yeah. The, <laughs> I just don't get why they were like passing by porta potties daily just to shit on the field. Like, obviously, he's shitting on the field on purpose. Yeah. Obviously. My whole thing. I mean, once, okay, but (laughs) you shit on the field every day. It's it's on purpose. It's intentional. There was porta potties right. No shit. (laughs) He was he was obviously shitting on the field on purpose. But my biggest thing with this is, if you've ever like had to shit in like out in the open, it's not pleasurable. Like shitting on a toilet or shitting in your own home is one of the great little pleasures in life. It's like a little oasis. You're by, you get to be alone and you get to shit and you're by yourself and no one's bothering you. And for the the fact that this guy is going out and shitting in the world, like, well, not wilderness, but shitting in the open air, like in a squat on purpose is just troubling. Like it's got to be a kink, right? I have no idea, dude. <laughs> There's no logical explanation for Uninformed why Uninformed would... topic number four. Yeah. No. I mean, to serial poop like this, that is, that's a different kind of crazy. Yeah, that's on, that's on purpose. But I, that's what I don't get. Like, I've had to shit outside before in emergency situations, and it's probably the most helpless Yeah, you get as far away from things as possible, and I mean, it's it's dire straits at that moment. Like I've I've shat on the side of the highway before a few times, and it's not fun. No, it doesn't feel good. It's scary. Yeah, you wipe with a sock. Do you? Why do you? Why would you want to do this on sock? What? What do you? That's not bad. I mean, it's not bad. I'm talking like almost shit my pants, stomach hurts to... I know, but I mean, socks? You put that kind of sweaty nastiness back in there, you're going to have a stink grundle for a long time, Mickey man. Mantle, Gene, bro. That shit, my, my antibody's just antibody <laughs> I shit up. Any up. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about like getting <laughs> infected up your oh, meal. I'm oh. talking about getting that stink on stink, man. Oh, two, well, it all stinks at that point, bro. Two stinks don't make it. It's not, not your cleanest moment. What are you looking for a fucking I'm potpourri? Saying, I'm just you're trying to clean it up, you know? No, you're trying to get the fuck out of there because you just shat liquid out of your asshole on the side of the highway. I you want to go thing. home. If you got leaves, I do the leaf thing. Oh, and that's better than a sock? Michael. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. Bro, they make fucking Michael. They make potpourri out of leaves. You ever wipe your ass with poison ivy, bro? No. Okay. That ain't so dumb. You want to take that risk? No. That's not a risk when so you know what it looks like. So use a goddamn sock like a man. Uh, I guess. I guess you get or like shot a woman. At it. Or like a woman. <laughs> or like just a civilized whatever, person. Or like <laughs> whatever you identify as. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess a sock works. I just, I don't know. I don't go stink on stink. Well, 
Well, now I'm intrigued by you. At first, I was wondering why this guy gets his jollies off <laughs> by shitting on a football field. Like, what, does he have a beef with his own school that he runs? That's what I'm saying. It's technically like his football yeah. field in a way. That's his problem <laughs> yeah. that he has to deal with. That's crazy. And how did they not? How did he not know they were staking him out? Well, how did he not know that they're watching the field at this point? Multiple shits. Right. People are talking about I that. I think he wanted to get caught. He definitely did, right? He has to. I mean, you're shitting on your own field. It's your problem. And after multiple shits, you have to know that they're going to be looking for the shitter. They're talking and about And you're it. the shitter. They got the cops involved. They're staking the field out. <laughs> you're the shitter. And you shit anyway? You can't just help yourself. You're the shitter. <laughs> you're shitting. That's what you're doing. You can't stop. It's fucking... This is mental health issues 101. Right up the street in Homedale. Wasn't Homedale the one with the football team things? Didn't they have the hazing issue in Homedale as well? I don't know, man. We can make it topic number five I know nothing about. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. We got a title for the show. (laughs) Things things Jared doesn't know about. Uninformed Sessions, volume one. Yeah, this, this bothers me, man. Shitting on the field this like is that. Like, this is like, I mean, this is like a serial, this is like a tick. He has to shit on that field, and he he secretly wants to get caught. You're going to keep shitting when you know they're looking at you. You know serial what I mean? Serial pooper support groups. Like, this is what I'm seeing. I, I just, everything about this makes serial me angry. Serial pooper. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, 12. Just laugh at cereal pooper because I thought of breakfast cereal duty. and pooper. <laughs> this guy wasn't fulfilling his duty as a superintendent. Boom. Boom. Roasted. Roasted. So, yeah, so we can leave it at that. I mean, really, just there's shit not, on your own. <laughs> there's not much more to it. No, I mean, it's just some shit. That's some shit. Taking a paid leave. Good for him. Getting paid to shit like we all do. I mean, it's a good way to like get that vacation you wanted. Yeah. Does he keep it up? Do you think he keeps it up? He just goes out and has another one. You can't stop me. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's been charged with lewdness and um, public urination slash um, defecation. Well, that's where it gets tricky, right? Because as a serial. Outdoor pisser myself. Yeah. I'm very wary of the laws. Uh, I have to be careful where I pee. If you're, like, within a certain distance of a school or a park or a playground and you get caught urinating, they slap you with... um, Being a sex offender. Sex offender, yeah. Yeah. You you get labeled as a sex offender, which is... It's pretty terrifying. Yeah, that's, like, reason not to do it. Yeah. For sure. No, I make sure I'm, like, at least 100 feet away from a school when I'm pee but if you're shitting what's what's the difference there is there if you get lewdness and and defecation I mean technically shitting is worse than pissing yeah but how do you define it I mean is an asshole more lewd than a penis well I mean the penis comes into play because that has a lot to do with sexual predation but also assholes do too these are deep questions we need to be answering tough Stuff. We need a dick and asshole expert. We need. (laughs) I mean, I can see, but like, people get busted with 
with uh, sexual predation all the time just for peeing in the wrong spot. Yeah. Is it because a penis is seen as more of a predatory phallus or predatory object than an asshole? Because the asshole is more of the victim usually, right? <laughs> you can't really predate with your asshole, can you? Unless you're shitting. Ooh, but yeah, then that's a projectile. That's a foreign object that you're assaulting towards something else. That's, right. Ooh. This is this is murky. Imagine like a murky, shit too. Murky waters. <laughs> We're in murky water here. Yeah, I mean it's wild. Fuck him. I say slap him with his pre- sexual predator slap. I mean, it's creepy, dude. Slap. There's something real, like there's something off up there. Where, where, like, wouldn't you hate if this is one of those like I told you so cases, where everyone's like, no, no, like he's going through a rough patch. Yeah, like, well, what I do mean, you, how do you defend this? You can't. It's funny because it's poop. Everything's funny when it's poop. But how does this guy become superintendent? That's what I'm asking. Like, superintendent is basically like a step below politician, right? Superintendent is the boss of like, the whole district. Head of like everything. Yeah. And then the your next piece. step is like politics. You think so? I think that's the track, right? Maybe. Maybe. How does this guy get this far? He could be like an alderman. Oh, that's New Jersey for you. <laughs> How does this guy get this far where he's getting his jollies off? He must have found out everyone else's weird stuff, too. <laughs> uh, like, right? He has to be one of those guys that has weird dinner parties where, like, he, he's, like, serving everyone, like, shot glasses full of stuff that they don't know what it is, like, on a dish. And he's like, enjoy, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like to do. <laughs> hey, what do you guys think about that mystery pooper, right? <laughs> what a rebel, right? Oh. No, I mean, it's crazy. People, like, he's making 150 a year, running shit, superintendent track. We're here living paycheck to paycheck, just being normal, normal boys. Just not pooping. Not pooping, unless we have to, like, emergency situations. And don't poop, like... That's the other thing. Like, I would never poop on my own high school. That's just wrong. Not even that. that was my biggest thing was pooping at home is a is a national treasure. Comfort, it is nice. comfort pooping, it's the best. Pooping outdoors is an emergency situation, and it's not fun ever. It's never been a good time when you have to emergency shit outside. Emergency now. Yeah. He's choosing to do this. But the good, like, once in every five years, like, woods poop, where, like, well, that's, it's part of the game. That's different, brother. Yeah. That's, that's getting in that's touch with nice nature. Too. Exactly. That's kind of nice. So there's levels, but it's definitely there's not levels shit in the middle game. of the football field every day when there's you know someone's looking for game. you. Hey, man. Something we didn't get to, but I wanted to get to, because we've talked about them on the show before, and you just said levels enough. Mm. Avicii passed, man. We did get to that. Nuh-uh. We, we talked, talked about, about this it. Out yeah. loud and alive? Yeah, we played. didn't we play that the church was playing his songs over the bells? Didn't we talk about that? I, I don't think I so. I could have sworn we, we wanted about to it. talk about it. That was like three weeks ago now. Well, I don't... To our loyal listeners out there, if we did talk about this, my bad. But I wanted to mention it, man, because we talked about Rusty and that faithful night and... Uh, uh. In in Philly on New Year's and ah, uh, you know what? Just a lot of stuff, and I, I think we can play a little Avicii, right? Let's throw it back to that song. So, did we ever tell that story on here? Uh, 
I think we did, yeah. Yeah? Um, yeah, I, I think I had Greg tell the story about Rusty, and if, if you don't know, what was it, four or five of you out wandering real late New Year's Eve in, in Philly, and uh, well, I guess it was New Year's Day at that point. Yeah, it was late night New Year's Day. Uh, in Philadelphia, there's a guy cruising around in a convertible late, late, in, late, uh, early morning, early morning. If you're not from this area, it's... Not typically warm. No, it was cold. <laughs> he picked us all up, and it was like, I want to say like a mini, not a mini Cooper, maybe a Volkswagen Bug. It was something small, but it was a convertible. And we f- we fit like four people in there on laps. We were lapping it up. And this guy was just driving down Center City, Philadelphia, blasting this song, smoking the biggest Dutch I've ever seen. Passing pass it, it around. around. We would stop at red lights and people would be crossing and he would just hand it to people in the crosswalk. They would hit it and give it back, hit it and give it back. And this song was just echoing off all of the buildings in Center City and this story would forever be ingrained in our lives. We apologize for the potential that there may be an ad before yeah. that song. This is it, right? Yeah. Okay. That's the jam, man. Old, his name was Rusty, and he was the for nicest fellow. Oh, Mother's Day. <laughs> for all the By the way, Mother's Day is this Sunday. Wonder. Everyone who is this bad Mother's like me, Day Mother's Day is this Sunday. Coming up. Done. Rusty. Rusty. levels. I mean, this really kind of turned into like a rusty tribute, but I, I was sad to see Avicii go, man. Yeah, I mean, it's sad. It was sad. He, he, and it's so weird to think that was like about eight, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Wherever you are, Rusty, you beautiful angel, you. Shout out to you and shout out to Avicii. This, this is when this song just came out, too. I feel like he made the EDM movement kind of sexy. Avicii? Yeah, I feel like he was that transitional artist because, like, yeah. back in the day, there was like trance, mm-hmm. and then there was techno, and, house. And, and it was not cool when it was techno and industrial. Uh, yeah, there's multiple electronic, like, but it was so far from mainstream. I think Rusty made Avicii sexy. So, well, that's Where, fair. Wherever you are, Rusty, I miss you. We should try and find Rusty and get him on the show, dude. We we didn't get out. He drove us all the way home. But we stayed in that car for two hours driving around the city just blasting that song over and over, making everyone in the city happy. Yeah. And we were like, we want to join you on this journey, Rusty. Best trip ever. That's pretty sweet, man. That's my Avicii story. There's your Avicii story. We probably told it already, but goddamn, it's good. 
We've definitely told that story before, but I, you know, I'm not sure we got to Avicii. I know that was one of those things I was a little mad. You know, we have these little notes going back and forth on that episode, and I was like, oh shit, we didn't get to that. And that happens episode yeah. to episode to us where sure. we're like, oh, we didn't get to that. Um, but we may have. I don't know. We also drink on the show, yeah. so it's I never possible remember what that, the fuck we talk about. <laughs> yeah, we we usually struggle with the write ups. Yeah, um, it's not easy. Show. No, it isn't. And shout out to it's Jason a lot of work. Smith. A negative shout out. Uh oh. <laughs> when we posted that video of me trying to write up last week's episode, I think, or was it two weeks ago? I don't remember. But that was Jay, last week, Jay Smith, my brother, commented immediately on the Instagram or the Snapchat or where the fuck we put it. I think it was an Insta story. Yeah. Get it. Your producer should be taking notes the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I get it, bro. We we've been producerless. We've been doing the whole thing ourselves. That was the problem. Yeah, taking notes. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't take notes and talk run th- to the other producers about that too, Jay. Yeah, I mean, nobody's taking notes up here. <laughs> Except maybe Piz. I, I feel like Piz is taking some notes. Piz take notes. Piz take notes. That's nice. I've resorted to single sentences. Maybe there's a maybe there's an app for that. Hmm. And well, if there should be, if there's not, don't steal my idea. <laughs> All twenty-seven of you. <laughs> Guy in Romania who listens, don't you steal that. Don't you, if you can understand me right now, oh, don't man. steal that idea. Yeah, Avicii died. Uh, yeah, why? He's young. Staple. He was a staple in the in the EDM world. Do we know why he died? Another thing we don't know about. Uh, I think it was hinted depression, possible suicide. Oh. I think there was a statement made a couple days after his death from family. Talking about his depression and how he dealt with it, but I mean, it's it's just one of those things that sucks. Yeah, man, can't get away from ever. You really can't. Yeah, it's all around. Oh, you know what commercial really bums me out? Depression commercial. You seen the one? It's like Zeralto. I want to say, probably not. Where the fucking cloud? Yeah, you. (laughs) The only thing you watch is Insta or, or YouTube ads. And I skip them too. And when you're bumping Avicii all the time, I don't know? have any. I don't have cable, bro. I don't have commercials. I don't know what to buy anymore. Well, well it's just I, don't, I haven't seen it recently, but you see it here and there. It's like the one with the cloud, the the black cloud that follows people around. And Is that just, old? Yeah, and it's like real I think I know old what you're talking about. Sketch yeah. kind of like colored pencil kind of animation and. Uh, fucking bums me out watching that cloud man yeah but isn't it true yeah but i mean it's such an accurate representation that not just the cloud bums me out it's like ah i feel so bad for people who struggle with it you know it's not easy bro they they accomplish their their point for the medicine but i don't know i'm not i'm not a big like oh let's take a pill that big pharma made and that'll and that'll help and it's like i think that just gives you some other type of dependency yeah, it's all fucked, man. That whole, like, I don't even want to get into that whole game, Big Pharma. It's, it's, it's thing number seven, Jared doesn't know. I actually do know a little bit, but I'm not um, well-versed on being able to, like, comprehend what is actually happening. I just know what I see when it comes to Big Pharma. It's like money, money, money. Money. And, like, get this out on the market, sell, 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 and we'll worry about the side effects later. 
And most of the shit that they're pushing comes out that, you know, there's more problems that are coming from it than what it's trying to fix. And I feel like everyone from time to time deals with a bit of depression. And I think everyone's quick to jump on the, here, take this and fix it. And like, we're in that kind of society where people are like, you know what, maybe, yeah, I could just take this and fix it, but it's deeper than that. Like, I feel like it's something everyone deals with a little bit to certain extents. Um, it's, it's huge for some people and it's here and there for some other people and everyone's too quick to just try and find the quick fix. And it's, it's, it's turning into a money scheme that, I mean, big pharma has been running the money scheme for years on this, but, uh, it's not helping anyone. There, there you have it. Jared's hot takes. <laughs> My, uh, convoluted slash shortened version of what I feel. It's... It would take a long time to explain it all, but the truth I think the truth about a lot of this is um the human brain and emotions like to try and to try and say to try and capture it for even a gaggle of people, not to mention pigeonholed like a whole ton of people I, I don't know the word but like mil, to put mil, to classify millions of people mm-hmm. into one thing and put some huge general word on it and then be like yeah there's a pill for that yeah it's like no no you it's can't ridiculous. no that's yeah. that's really is kind of like that's that's lewd it is it's like you can't quick fix shit like this every every individual human mind is different Right. And different levels of what's happening in that chemistry of that brain of each individual person. And for them to be like, it's such an American thing. Well, yeah, I mean, it's such a money-hungry American thing to be like, yeah, here, that'll fix that. But also, here's a list of things that might happen. Also, suicide and our side effects of this happy drug. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about the science behind it to the discredit it, but I just think, you know, you got to worry about your own mental health, man. You got to do things like, you know, you can't you can't get stuck in something. You can't, you know, and, and to, to people who struggle with depression, I mean, keep fighting the good fight. You know, it's, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a positive person. Reach out. I'm a positive person too, but I've had definite bouts yeah. of my depression. I've, I've, I've been in and out of that. It's it's a it's a chemical imbalance in people's brains. And when things are good, they're good. When things aren't good, they're not. You know, you you have to deal with this one step at a time, one problem at a time. And you need to figure it out on your own. You need to reach out to people and people need to reach back to you. Like that's the key in this fucking life that we're all living. It's human connectivity. And when you feel like you don't have that, that's when people go down this wormhole. And sometimes quick fixes help. Sometimes they don't. And most of the times they don't. It's individual case studies, but we're trying to put this huge just whitewash over it with like, oh, yeah, just take this. And it's not the answer. Hmm. It's yeah. tough. It's tough because it's it's personal too. It's, yeah, I mean that that's the toughest part about it. You can't again with like we can't throw a blanket on it the same way you can't create a pill that just cures everybody. Exactly. And that there's some shit there's no cure for, man. Life is hard. I mean that, that 
I go back to that all the time where I'm like, it, you know. It's a fucking struggle. Seriously. I mean, I know, you know, there's there's certain things might make your life easier or whatnot, but there's plenty of people who have tons of money, and it, and it certainly doesn't make them happy, you know? Yeah. I feel like I myself would do okay if I had tons of money. You know, that would be like a bright spot. It would help. Yeah, it, it, it would, would help be nice. me personally because, I mean, paycheck to paycheck for for that long wears you down. And, yeah. and that's when you get worn down, like, it's like, oh, man, why am I still trying to overcome this when I just know, like, nothing in sight that, that will get me out of this hole? And that wears on people. That, that's just like a test of character. You have to just keep grinding and keep pushing. And, and it's all about who's around you. That's what it is. It's all about support systems. That's why human connectivity is a huge thing in this world. And that's the biggest um, antidepressant there is. Hey, are we talking about taxes again? Message. <laughs> um, yeah, no, for whatever reason, the show has gone like to like Jared and Mike's advice hour. Right? We, we, we just talk about life. And... We're just throwing out pinions. Yeah. They're just pinions We're all just over the place. We're just throwing pinions on pinions. There's pinions. They're not based on fact. Speaking of fact. Personal pinions. George Washington wrote some shit down way back in the day. Segway. Uh-huh. And Budweiser dug it on up. Turns out that shit was a beer recipe. They're going to make it. Yeah, I was actually super hyped about this when I when I came across. This is in George Washington's penned hand. Although he probably had some other pe- person write it for him. Right? He was a crafty fellow. I mean, he was a status guy, though, no? He had the little Jerry Curl jobs going on. What's that called? Yeah, but, well, I mean, side note, they actually offered, like, an insane amount of money for him to be president, and he turned it down, and then that's how, like, the presidential wage has remained low. I mean, not low, low now, but because of inflation, but they offered George Washington, like, an insane amount of money to be president, and he was like, no, that's ridiculous. And then f- from that point on, each president has gotten, like, a substantially lower amount than, like, you would think. But with inflation, I mean, they still get It's like 400 amount. grand a year. It's like 500 now. Yeah. But back then, you know... That's plenty. Plenty of money. Yeah. But, I mean, look at, look, zero at, expenses look at professional basketball players or baseball right. players. You know what I mean? I mean, millions. Look, I would not want to be president. I think that's a highly stressful job that... Fuck all that. Yeah, I would never want to do that. But, but anyway, I, I was I digress. That was a... That was a I went down a tributary right. of the main river. So let's just read it. So Budweiser went to the history books for its latest lager. A new beer that the massive brewer is rolling out this month. Freedom Reserve Red Lager. <laughs> right? It's inspired by a handwritten recipe found in George Washington's military journal kept during the French and Indian War in 1757. So this guy was at war writing down recipes for beer. Mm, for- this... this- <laughs> Hoppy multi yeah. beverage is delicious. I should. So all right. Down. So we'll flank them tomorrow. <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> I'm getting something. It's it's just this doesn't have to do with this. So if you guys just talk amongst yourselves, I okay. And then there'd be a multi sort of molasses finish <laughs> to this lager. Well, that's what's funny. It's the the French Indian War of 1757. So this is actually a freedom beer because we have we had already won 
Oh shit, no. No. Oh. No. Oh. George Washington probably wasn't <laughs> even so like a stupid. <laughs> This is like 20 years before our, our Oh, my but, God. I'm so stupid. But, yeah. I mean, I wonder. Was he like a, a a private at this point? Yeah, he wasn't a general yet, I guess, right? Lieutenant Washington? Hey, uh, uh, topic number six we know nothing about. We're just kind of going along with. C- can you Google? Uh, ooh, it's 5.4% alcohol. That's good. <laughs> so... Go no. on. Yeah, no. I, I Can you Google, like, what his rank was in 1757 when he was keeping this military journal? I can. Can you talk about what it tastes like while I do that? Um, What it might taste like? Yeah, yeah. Highlight this for me. Oh, shit. It was here. Oh, oh my god! We had it. Uh, we had it. Yeah. Well, either way, I mean, a, a reserve red lager. With hints of molasses and... Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, so Budweiser's 5.4% alcohol beer, based on Washington's recipe, will not be hop-heavy, but will have a rich caramel malt taste and a smooth finish with a hint of molasses. I I mean... Sounds delicious. Yeah, for those of you who don't like hoppy beers, I love hoppy beers, but um, that sounds pretty good. It's a mood for me. With the happiness. Sometimes I just can't, and sometimes I'm, I'm all about it. New Belgium has a hemp one out right now. Shout out to New Belgium Brewery. Um, they're doing big things with, with beer, man. But this one, it's called an HPA. And first of all, it smells like weed. Because of all the hemp. But it is delicious, man. They nailed it. Hmm. Command, rank, and defense. Oh boy. We so we scroll, did Google scroll, scroll. what level he was. No, no. During the French and Indian War. George Washington that is. What was George Washington's rank in the in the military? 10 facts about George Washington and the French and Indian War. Yeah, let's give it a browse. Okay. Virginia's governor sent 21-year-old Major, Major George Washington to deliver an ultimatum to the French. By the way, he is Totes Napoleoning out there with the the hand and the breast, unbuttoned breast. Total dad bod going on. Yeah, really. Well, he was a major in 1757. Major. But yeah, I saw that and I was interested. I think we should um, we should get some batches of this and uh, do an episode where we drink the freedom beer. Why not? Why not? I like it. Fuck it. I like it. Let's do it. I mean, I don't know. I'm not I'm not totally sold on a reserve red lager, but I'll drink the shit oh, once or twice. Get over yourself, Michael. We're talking about America's independence here. We're talking about Major Washington. <laughs> Georgie boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was a cherry tree one. America's fifteenth right? president. He's a cherry tree one, never told a lie. Yeah. Handsome. Handsome to boot. George Washington's Rough Riders. 15th president of the United States of Puerto Rico. Hmm. No, that's not right. I haven't paid attention. Yeah. <laughs> you he, were. Was, he was one of the presidents. He was the first. I know. Oh, I know uh, that. I'm just joking. Okay. I know all it's... about George Dubs. George Dubs. I know George Dubs. <laughs> uh, boring topic number eight. 
Um, yeah, we also had a little scare that the Boy Scouts of America were going to change their name. Yeah. Um, turns out it wasn't true. Not true. Debunked. And I have to shout maybe at my wife. What's it called when you don't, you said shout out, negative shout out. But I, I gotta shout at my wife here for this. Shouting one. at ya. Nikki, what the heck, huh? It's another one of your things. No, to be fair, I heard that along the wire too. I know, but it's one of those like no research, snap to judgment things. And, it's a and, clickbait headline, is what it is. Is that what they're called? They, there's a name for it? Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, clickbait. clickbait. That's what this is. And I'm telling you, Nick. You fall for it way too much, babe. And then she hits me with these looks. Like, she'll just look at me and be like, did you hear? And I, I, I'm already skeptical. Like, at this point, I haven't even given a moment's thought to whether or not this is true. Yeah, you just, I'm just take like, it as fact. I'm just like, what? Like, this has to be true. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at her also like, or is it completely not true? <laughs> Like, I, I, it immediately occurs to me, just based on this look, that, like, it could either be something crazy that's going to blow my mind, or it's totally not true, and I'm immediately just going to be like, ah. Or no, it's no, a no, 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 no. clickbait no. list by BuzzFeed, top ten reasons why. <laughs> yeah. So, the official statement from the Boy Scouts of America is the Boy Scouts of America organization name will continue to be Boy Scouts of America. It is not changing. Reports circulating on Wednesday, May 2nd, concerning the update to the Boy Scout program name. And that program currently serves boys ages 11 through 17. So this is a specific program that's changing here. Mm. Very important distinction made by the Boy Scouts of America on their website. Beginning February 2019, the Boy Scout program name will change to, quote, Scouts BSA. And will begin (laughs) serving girls as well as boys. Good. Good for them. Good for Scouts BSA. Yeah. Not, of course, the Boy Scouts of America, which is a totally different organization that's name is not changing. It's true. Well, what what was weird is because when this when this came out, this clickbait headline, they were uh, they were saying that the Girl Scouts were were taking a stand and saying, no, we're not changing our name. <laughs> we're not changing our name. <laughs> but what well, which I thought was like, oh, that's fucked up. And then I read a little deeper, and apparently, they're not. None of them are changing their name. Like the Scouts BSA, which just stands for Scouts Boy Scouts of America. Um. I, mean, I don't really, know. What's, like, it, what's it? What? Another topic I know nothing about because I was never just, in the Boy Scouts. Never? No, dude. How do you know how to tie knots? I was in the like no one's home after school. I'm running around on my own to the streetlights camp on. Mm. That was my Boy Scouts. I didn't. I didn't join clubs or go to summer camps. That's the school of the hard knocks. I guess. Which is also accepting girls. Um, I will say, you know. This is a dumb name. Scouts BSA? It's a dumb name. And you, and you want to know why? It doesn't flow. Why, why not just call the, the program what it is? Like, something that makes sense. Or make up some new badass name. Like, you can be an Eagle Scout. What's the po- Well, Eagle Scout's That's different. cool. 
Mm, is it? I don't know. An Everyone I've ever known that's become an Eagle Scout is not cool. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. I know some cool Eagle Scouts. I mean, you're like basically in the Boy Scouts while you're like 19. Well, yeah, you got to do it before you turn 18. Oh, well. So that's. I've I mean, just that never known a tough. cool Eagle Scout. No? No. Really? I just feel like you like lingered a little too long in the Boy Scouts. Maybe you're just jealous because you were never in the Boy Scouts. I mean, Pine, Pine Car Derbies came and went. Jared's car wasn't racing. <laughs> <laughs> My dad never helped me build a pine car. No, fuck no. Well, you weren't in the Scouts, for one. Well, yeah, it's true. But two, I mean, yeah, Lance, wouldn't, he wouldn't. It's true. Guy probably doesn't even know how to build a... In fact, we should have a pine car derby now. That would be cool. And Would it, though? No, no, probably wouldn't be. Scott, but, I mean, Scott and Lance romance, like helping us build. It was pine nice, cars. like when you're a scout, like you know, you had something to do. It was like homework before there was homework, but it wasn't fucking math or writing an essay. Oh, like cool. they're like build more a, homework that I wouldn't do. Build a car, and don't build a shitty car because you're gonna have to race it against all your friends' cars. Yeah, but didn't you didn't you have to didn't you graduate and like make boxcars like that you actually rode in? Those those are like way past my car derby days, but yeah. Or is that just like in movies? I don't know. No, there's there was there's like all different programs and obviously Scouts BSA is now one of them, but um yeah, I mean, I don't know why why you have to change your name to Scouts BSA, which is obviously a nod to like we're still the Boy Scouts. And then let girls in the program. I mean, just name it something where the girls are in. Who cares? Why is everyone so holding on to that shit? Yeah, I just don't get it. It's like, this is like a non-topic because technically they're not really changing their name. I feel like the big story is (laughs) that they're letting girls in. I feel like no one's talking about the the fact that they're letting girls in. They are throwing the shade on that. They're throwing the fucking curtain on the fact that they're letting girls in. They're like... Blah, 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 girls are going to be in. Blah, 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 legal jargon, legal jargon. Yeah, but this is what I don't get. If there's a Girl Scouts and there's a Boy Scouts, what is the problem? Like, what? are we just doing this to just prove we can do shit now? Is that what we're come to? Yeah, I mean, like, it, oh, we, it, there's a whole nother debate there. where what? We let girls in now. Okay, cool, but they, they there's Girl Scouts. Right. And they're way better because they make shitload of money yeah, they, selling cookies. They learn about the bank. Way cooler than Boy Scouts. They're not cooler than Boy Scouts in that sense. <laughs> do you, do you no want way. It? Do you want it? No way. Oh, behind the scenes. Cereal poop. Behind the scenes. You got to get in there. Command the ship, brother. Do you want this one's better? Oh, you're leaving me? Oh man. On a I have nothing to say about Okay. Alright. Hello, everybody. This is this is your your friend Jared. I'm here. Mikey Tenders, my co-host. It's just me and him tonight. And my friend had to go and pee. And if we had advertisements, this is where we would put them in the show, but we don't. So I'm just gonna chit-chat for a minute while he comes back. But I'll have you guys know, like a true champion, while we were just discussing the Boy Scouts of America, I was peeing in a bottle because I know how to keep the show going. You got to keep the show alive. 
But Mike saw me peeing, and now he had to really pee, so he left me. So I'm just sitting here talking about nothing. Um, this Boy Scouts of America thing is ridiculous because I feel like it's it's glazing over the fact that they're letting girls come in, which is cool. Like, I don't see a problem with that. I just, I don't, why have Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts if anyone can go to either one? I don't get it. I'm not trying to make a statement or anything. It just doesn't make sense. I feel like we're, we're getting too convoluted with what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, was he talking shit about me this whole time? No, don't tell him. Guys, don't tell him. I felt like he definitely was. No. Can I button my pants now, Mike? Because the show must go on. You told him? <laughs> Well, Jared desecrated a Tito's bottle. I'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah, and I'm done with this conversation because you know what? You're right, Jared. This, it makes no sense. It's a nothing. It's a nothing argument. It's a nothing article. So much. So much is going on here with the statements and the oh, this isn't fact and and you know it's. I should apologize to my wife because this story sort of hit as they are changing their name, but they're changing their name. One of their programs' names. It doesn't even make sense, dude. And it's for the reason that she told me because they're letting girls in there. Yeah. But they're trying to cover that up. I mean, it's ridiculous. It really is. I mean, why you need to make this distinction? Why? I don't know. Just I, I get it. Maybe from a business standpoint. I'm this going is a big, back this is a, in for more. <laughs> this is big business. Maybe you can't merge the companies at this point because one of them is just way more profitable than the other. And it's just kind of like, well, well, we're not going to merge companies. But really, I mean. It's all money, dude. And we, we have no idea. Like, we're not even scratching the surface on what's happening here. There's money changing hands behind this for no reason. And the headlines are helping get the attention. I'm starting Man Scouts of America and girls are welcome and whatever. Okay. Man Scouts. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to join because it's a dumb name. Man Cubs. Boy Cubs. <laughs> oh, no. Not Boy Cubs. <laughs> nope. Uh, oh, that's, okay. That's the Tito's, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, now look at what you did, you big jerk. <laughs> I got to keep the show alive. See I what know. I do for you folks? Yeah. Uh, well, hey, you're an expert. Okay, I can't argue with your expert ability to, to pee. In, in and I'm places. not close to a school or a playground, so. Just close to your boy. Close to your man cub. You've seen it. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Boy Scouts are all about, right? You've seen it. Boom. Yeah, no, I did want to touch on that briefly. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, the The whole idea of... Do you think the Boy Scouts are still trying to save face because they there were some accusations on Scout leaders? And, you know, it's sort of like if you're in the Boy Scouts, it's it's a little bit like being in the priesthood where there's always that little skepticism. Yeah, like, I mean, hey. clearly there's a correlation there, obviously. Um, and there will always be like an... <laughs> You like dipping your hand into the dirty water of the melted ice bowl? There's no ice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they always have that. Because to be honest, think about it this way. Scout leaders or troop leaders or whatever the fuck they are. Again, a topic I know nothing about because I was never <laughs> in. Uh, that's like 
why, why, what, what is your goal there to like, I mean, I guess there's guys that want to actually teach young boys how to light fires. I get it. I don't really get it, but I get it. But yeah, there will always be that negative correlation because there were a good amount of like bad numbers towards molestation to young boys. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, the volunteer market is really not strong right now. It sort of goes back to what we were talking about, about people not doing enough for other people. Um, but you got to keep it going. And that's the issue with these things being businesses in my mind. Like, yes, you know, people aren't going to just dedicate their lives to, um, teaching kids how to live out in the wilderness, but, um, Mm. not like not without getting paid at some level. Yeah. If it's like a full-time job for you. It's weird. It's like hiding in plain sight. I mean, obviously there's a majority number of predators that, go towards these paths with, you know, priesthood and Boy Scouts leaders. They flock to this profession because it's like hiding in plain sight, obviously. I mean, and it's, again, I don't know anything about Do you think it's they were predators and then they get in, or do you think it's this life of holding yourself back and subdued sort of uh, instinct? Like... Like, if you're always around kids and you never... You're like, talking nature-nurture right now. Is that a nature-nurture? In, in sexual predation, you're talking nature-nurture. And you're saying, is being around these young boys all the time leading you to, like, become sexually attracted to them? No. Or do you get into it because you already had that and this is a way to do it but also be like, I'm trying to do good for the young boys of America. I think you're very close to what I'm trying to say. Again, I love these topics we know nothing <laughs> about. But, but, what I'm really getting at is like the priesthood and celibacy and, you know, not giving in to your primal urges. It's sort of like being around kids all the time. And it really, it just, like, I don't know. In some sense, like, we drink on Tuesday nights to do the show. Like, in some way, you got to have your your releases to the stress of life. Whether yeah, you're a depressed person, a happy person, whether, like, you know, if it makes you truly happy to be out in the woods with kids all the time, I don't know. Doesn't that already raise an eyebrow? Yeah, as long as you're not touching them. There's a difference. One is like a predatory act and one is like just giving into your vices on like a, a a functioning way, like in a functioning alcoholic way, we'll drink on Tuesdays and give into our vices because this is a way we get to do what we like, but also give into our vices. But for guys like that, that's like a predatory thing. I, it's tough. It's tough. Cause we could. I'm just saying. I'm not saying being around kids would make you attracted to kids. Mm. But I'm saying being away from like everything that. Yeah. Then just go camping. You're a grown man. Right. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. And if you have kids, like teach your. If you know enough, teach your kids. Like people are teaching their kids dumb shit every day, man. Oh yeah. I mean, it's getting. We worse don't need worse. an organization for that. It's Girls getting worse too. and worse. Parenting <laughs> is getting worse and worse. Another topic I know nothing about. There you go. <laughs> Actually, I, w- I 
And this just reminded me of something. Now that we're drinking um, our Tito's and LaCroix without any ice because we ran out of ice, and we're drinking it lukewarm. So good. Lukewarm. It's the pamplemousse that makes it so good. This is what I was... I, I wanted to find out live on air where the term lukewarm came from. Ooh. Do you know what it means? Do you know off, off the top of your head, do you know where lukewarm comes from? Off the top of my head? Yeah. No idea, no. Any guesses? I don't... I You know, I don't know if it has something to do with one of those, like, slur words... Um, that's probably not what I mean to say, but something maybe that, oh, I'm covering my screen. I, c- I could look, <laughs> I'm not looking <laughs> from myself when it's on the TV. Ah, I'm <laughs> stupid. Uh, lukewarm. No, my best guess would just be that it started out as something else. And, and this was just like a, a mispronunciation over the years. Yeah. It's like weird. Like, and it's shit you don't think about like that all the time. Like the term lukewarm, everyone knows what it means. But no one fucking knows where where it comes from, right? Yeah. Tell me. Ooh, todayifoundout.com? Gotta go there. Uh, that doesn't help at all. Hold on. Origin of the word lukewarm. Yeah, from todayifoundout.com. Okay. Today I found out the origin of the word lukewarm. You've probably wondered why we have the word lukewarm for describing something that is only slightly warm. Why not Steve Warm or Becky Warm? Well, if you didn't before, hopefully you're wondering now. It turns out while today using Luke to mean warm has gone out of fashion, possibly due to the popularity of the name Luke, at one time that's what the word meant. This came from the fact that Luke derived from Lou or Luke, L-E-W-K, or Luke, L-E-U-K, in Middle English, which meant tepid, slightly warm. This in turn came from the old English adverb Hilary. <laughs> H mm, There's a bunch of letters H L long E O W E. Which means warm or sunny. Finally, came from the Proto-Germanic chloras, meaning warm. Jesus Christ. Anyway, lukewarm popped up around the 14th century as a meaning slightly warm. Within two centuries, it also began having a figurative meaning that the lacking of enthusiasm. So basically what this is telling me is Luke was actually like the the word for slightly warm, and then the name became popular. Right. Weird. So they had to throw that a little... uh, Description on the end of it. All you Lukes out there. Dude, dude is Luke. Yuck. <laughs> Sucks, dude. Anyway, I was something I was thinking about earlier today I wanted to talk about. But oh, yeah, those are fun things. We figured That's it out. fun. Lukewarm. Boom. Nailing it. Todayifoundout.com. Luke warm. I feel like we should reach out to todayifoundout.com, man. What's up, y'all? They're not getting enough play, you know? Maybe mm. you guys want to do a little... Uh, reciprocal thing where we where we shout you out on the show. I'm just saying since I know you're listening right now. We go on todayifoundout.com throughout the week and then, you know, we find out things and then we talk about it on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Go turn on my tray. <laughs> so I wanted to get to this. We haven't gotten to this yet. What, what, what? You 
I had a, a mild mic rant you wanted to get to. Oh yeah. Well, if you know me, um, I do. Yeah. And if 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 for those of you listening out there, um, you've probably heard me do it once or twice. Um, but it. It's one of my things. I get on I get on like a little bit of a tangent and I get a lot, like a head of steam and then I can't really stop myself. I just see red on things. And I was like getting sort of into this this morning waiting on an airplane. And if you've never been on an airplane, I I don't know how to describe this to you. Uh if you have been on an airplane, especially a commercial airplane, doesn't matter, small airport, big, anything like that. That period where boarding starts, where you just see hordes of people with this anxious, nervous energy standing around trying to be the first one on the plane. And, like, it's not everybody. It isn't everybody. I should I should mention that. But there are people standing next to the guy checking everyone else in that aren't going to get on the plane until almost everybody else is already on the plane, but they're standing there with bated breath, and I just have never understood it. I people watch every time I get on a plane because I'm just like, God, what a bunch of like, and these are normal people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're like in your normal life, like I get what you're saying. You probably know people like this, but here we are, right in the 21st century, in a in a rush to sit. Two three hours in the same nowhere else to go. Yeah, it's it's that weird thing, and we all we all I don't, I don't I don't mean we all do it, but like you see this a lot. In, yeah, in society, and still today, we all know what's happening. We all know what's about to happen. It's that mob mentality, and it's the same thing deboarding, which is is crazier to me. Yeah, when we're all in a row on a plane, and then the plane lands. And the lights come on and everyone stands up and starts trying to get their shit. Like, everyone wants to be first. Everyone wants to get, like, everyone wants to do, but you know there's an order to this. Oh, there's people who just grab their shit and move up, like, six rows. And then they just have to stand there. Yeah, and then in you stand in that awkwardness of every single person around you is like, what a fucking dick. It's the hurry up and wait that no one understands. It's, it doesn't make any sense. And, like... I- Yes, getting off the plane, like, I hate that too. I really do. Especially because there's a clear order. But it's the same way getting on. And when you're getting on, you're literally not go. You can't go anywhere faster than anyone else. You can get settled in your seat. Sure, okay. But, like, there's people who get on the plane. They're so fucking proud of themselves that they get on the plane. Then they're in a fucking aisle seat waiting on other people to tell them to get up. Yep. It's, like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, okay, <clears throat> if you paid for overhead baggage or something like that, like, you need to get, you don't want to check any bags. I understand that. I think it's nervous energy. It's got to be, like, an- anxious It is nervous it's, energy. Oh, but it, oh, nothing works me up like these fucking jerks who are standing in the way. And it's, like, yeah. they're group seven, right? Now, American Airlines just started going to, like, nine groups. Something like that. It's very clear that, like, you're <laughs> you're just not getting on the plane. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like... <sighs> it's... Mo- it, dude, it's, it's tied in with mob mentality. It's brutal. But I think it's something psychological that we all have in us that we all can't help. Because it happens all the time. The hurry up and wait thing happens so often, and you don't even realize it, that you're doing it. But right. <clears throat> it happens. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. It's like natural anxiety. It's like it has to do something probably with like primal instincts. Like you know something's gonna happen, and you know what is supposed to happen, and because you're thinking about it, you're already like going into action mode. Because if you wait, it's probably bad for evolution. That's my <laughs> I just, uninformed I just, opinion yeah. number ten. <laughs> I just get so worked up about it. Like, I'm just—it's <laughs> so stupid. There. But we do it too. Try, tr- now think. Try and think about times when you do it too in weird situations. Because I do it all the fucking time, and I know I do, and I, I hate it just as much as you do. Right. And I see it all the time. I'm like, oh my god, that's so stupid. But also, I'm all like, I do it all the time, and I catch myself doing it. Like whenever there's like a line. Or, like, we have to do something and you have to be ready. Like, if you're waiting in line to get into a bar and then, like, automatically you'll be like, oh, shit. And then, like, you get all your shit out of your pockets because you got to go through the metal detector. Like, even shit like that. Like, you're just standing there. You have all your shit ready. You're like, I'm ready. I'm, I just know that I'm ready. But, see, that is you not wanting to hold the lineup. And that, I understand. It all ties in, though. I think it's something not the same thing. Something bro. primal in our brain. I think it's something primal wanting to be ready when when the call comes, and when it when it's a lot of people, people all get more anxious the more people that do well, it. Well, that's the thing. You see the posturing, yeah. and mm-hmm. dude, it's like it's literally like the beginning to to like a drag race where they're revving the engines and they're doing that thing where they roll like two two inches up and like. Just waiting, but but there's hundreds of people doing it. It's I think it's like a hive mind. It's something that we still can't explain. But you see other people starting to like get ready. Yeah, and you see people gearing up, and you're like, oh shit, I should probably be like, if they're doing it, I should. It's the same thing when people start running, and then everyone else starts running for no reason. Like it's not the same though. It's hive mind. It's hive mind, dude. We're connected. You can get ready. We're connected. On a hive mind, we don't know about it yet. We can't understand it yet, but we're mentally connected. We see it's a survival mechanism. We see people start doing shit, and you're like, maybe I should be doing that, and you just automatically do it. It's our AWA, bro. Okay, 45-second Is that an avatar? Yeah, that's an avatar That's an reference. avatar reference? Yeah. And I got it? Yeah. Oh. Have you not seen the movie? Yeah, no, I've seen it like five oh. years ago. Yeah, I saw that one a bunch, like that one. E- either way. Ewa. Yeah, there you go. That was it. That was, like, perfect. We should play that back. <laughs> Ewa. Um, no, it, it, I, there's something to be ready when the call comes. I get that. And if other people start getting ready, that's fine. But, like, they, they announced it, too, like, these poor people that are boarding the plane, like, over and over again, you hear them. They're like... In a few moments, we'll begin boarding for a ball. And and then you just start to see, like, people just zipping things up. Just and, getting and, anxious. And instead of, like, just sitting in their seat and being calm and waiting, they're all of a sudden, they're just hyped. And they don't know what for. It's to win. And that's the difference for me. It's it's not a high mind. It's that everyone's trying to win. Yeah. And you can't. No. That would be my point. It's like. This is unwinnable. I agree and the on both only sides. Way, the only way that you lose is if you're a dick and you're in someone else's way. Like, if, if, all right, let's say I was group six, right? If I'm up there and I'm standing at group three and I'm in other people's way, I'm a dick. 
And that's not a hive mind. Well, you gotta like, stop using like flying as a reference because I've only flown about like two or twelve times. <laughs> and I get it. I've seen it, but I mean, I've seen it elsewhere as well. So. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. So you're getting on the train, right? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> You've been on the train, bro. <laughs> no, Come I'm on. Kidding, I'm kidding. Um. Yeah. You're you're getting on the train, and. I, you could equate it to anything. Really long lines, like, at a restaurant or whatever. There's always the people posturing to try and sneak around it. Yeah. And it's like, don't be a dick. Like, literally, the other day, I'm at Lowe's, okay? And there's only a couple people checking out. It's late. Lowe's about to close. And I'm at the end of the line. And... This woman shouts from the customer service desk, which, if you've ever been to one of these big box hardware stores... They're usually really fucking far from the register. In this case, it was. It was the other side of the store, basically. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can help somebody down here. Now, this is a long line, right? Yeah. And my initial instinct was to just beeline it, right? So I understand what you're saying with this ready-when-the-call-comes mentality. But I looked at the guy in front of me. I have a full cart, and he's got two things, right? And I'm like... Well, go ahead, dude. You know, like, and mm-hmm. I, and then I can follow you down there, and if she's checking people out, she's checking people out. But you always have your outliers in society, Mike. You call me an outlier. You're for an that? outlier. I'm an outlier. We're outliers, oh. but for the greater good. For the greater but that's good. Thing, man. It's like you shouldn't. I don't know. I don't know how you live your life trying to get one over on everyone else. On dumb shit. Like, you don't win for that. I was at the end of the line. Fair and square. I don't get it. And I'm also uninformed because I'm super chill, dude. I'm laid back, dude. I'm super chill. I'm the dude, man. I'm chilled, man. I've always been chill. I've never wanted to be hurry up and wait guy. But this is what happens to me. This is what happens to me. I see red. And there's no convincing me that, like, people should do this. No, I'm saying you're right. It happens. It's a thing. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to put factors to it why it happens. I don't know. This is this is why it's a Mikey Tenders rant because it's <laughs> it's a classic Mikey Tenders rant where I I see red. I don't like I can't waver from it, and that's why I was like, all right, I should start doing this on the show because it's very like innately me. Yeah. To to go like nope no 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 like I've I've studied this you know coming from and, a guy that is like super on time all the time like super punctual <laughs> always shows up when he's expected I get it dude I get it <laughs> I'm just saying like when 10 minutes has ever cost me like a friendship or you know what I mean like it just never no, has you would have no friends left if that was the case and believe me I value my friends so Good. if if punctuality You've never been on time in your entire life. <laughs> That's untrue. And you married a woman who I love. What's up, Nikki? But both of you have never been on time in your entire lives. That's true. I mean, actually, can you imagine if she was on time but I wasn't? And it's a character. It's a character flaw slash something we love you for. Well, but the thing, I think the thing to keep in mind here is that I have been on time for the important shit. I am on time for the important shit. That is true it's of just, me. What's important? What's important? I mean, big shit. 
Funeral, <laughs> funerals, weddings, you know. No, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time, buddy. Yeah. I, I'm not on time on a day-to-day basis for everything. That is for sure. You know, I don't, but it's because I fundamentally don't agree with the fact that being five minutes early to every single thing, even a minor commitment, is over the top. I, I will tell you this. I'm good at communicating the fact that I will be late. Or when, people, people are just no now. People, I feel like people just know. No, I don't know that that's true. I mean, there's people, good friends, good long-time friends, no. friends. That's all that matters. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's just accepted. And and it's not untrue. I mean, I'm just getting at the point that it's like uh, these these generalisms of like everything. It's it's a little tough to swallow that pill. I know. I'm just Hard to swallow pills. I'm talking with you. Yeah. Well, but it's true. That's where it's Yeah, yeah. Everything is based in a little bit of fact. Yeah. I mean, if I if I were to if I were to like, like I'm tall, Jared. Yeah. No, that that's different. That's it's different. It's funny entirely. because that's funny. Technically, I'm not tall. I mean, some people would say. Yeah. Not everybody. I'm on time to golf. True. Sometimes. You know? No, like every single time. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Oh. Uh. I know. I'm. It's weird because I, I'm with you with the hive, the hive mind, like anxious, like hurry up and wait. I don't like that. But I'm also a person that is always a little early to everything. For some reason, like, it's just ingrained into my DNA that I have to be, like, early is on time for me. Like, I like to be prepared. Right. So I'm always a little early to everything. See, but, and I'll be late because I like to be prepared. Like, I'll be at my house collecting, like, random cords I might not even need to go to, like, a house party. I'd be like, "Ah, I don't know, somebody might need a charge, you know? (laughs) And somebody be like, literally, people have asked me this before, they'll be like, Mike, do you need a charge? Like, is that why you brought a charger? Like, no, I charged up. Like, yeah. my phone's charged. But you never know. Like, I keep a backpack on me nowadays because of this reason. Like, it's helped me with my punctuality where I'm like, no, I, I keep all that shit on me. Yeah. And it's you know weird. that about me. You'd be I like, know. yo, do you have this? And I'll be like, yeah. And you'd be like, what? Everyone's why? got their quirks, man. It's it's humanity is crazy. Right, right. And, and, and this is where, this is what I'm getting at. I am ready when the call comes as far as preparedness. And believe me, I I don't show up early to the airport to fucking sit there. I do not. I get there last minute. I know. Minute. That was funny. When I was organizing the bachelor, but bachelor party trip, Yeah, I was like, we should get there at this time. We should. And you're like, no, nah, man, I feel like that's a little too early. We don't need all that time. And I was like, Ugh, I know we're going to butt heads on this because... I like being very early just in case yeah. of something happening. And then you are like, ah, you know, we'll be ready. Yeah. And but it was it was a funny dynamic, but it worked oh, definitely. out in the in the Yeah. End. I mean, I yeah, well I think I think especially when there's a bunch of people involved, I'm always willing to be like, all right, you know what, you're right. But like I travel for work a lot. A lot of X factors there. With a bunch of people. And I'm like do what you got to do. I'm going to show up. Like, I show up to the airport an hour before my flight. That's what I aim for. Like, if I have to drive to Philly at a bad time or Newark at a bad time, okay, I'll leave a little bit of a fudge factor. But, like, if I'm taking the train to Newark, the last train that I can get. <laughs> the last train that I can get. I just, I don't I don't have time for that shit in my life. So, you would think that I would be one of these people that are, like, posturing to get on the plane 
but I'm not. And that's why I don't understand it because I'm like, believe me, if there was a way to get there sooner with like less effort and that, that didn't mean that I had to take a bunch of time before it, I would do it. Yeah. But certainly it's not standing up and fucking looking around like, oh, well, yeah. No. Like, it's just everyone's sitting there like, well, what, what group are they? Blah, blah. There's probably, well, I don't know how many people are in groups one through three. So just so that I'm, the fact that I'm four, like I'm standing here and you're like. Yeah, I'm going to be guy. ready when they call me. That's, and that's yeah. probably like the root base mentality. But I, I just, I'm just like, I want to fucking stand up at some point. And it just, help. just be like, hey, people, like, this fucking aircraft, regardless, is going to Jackson, Mississippi, and we're all going to land there at the exact <laughs> same time. That's you why know? I laugh. Like, I laugh at people that, like, try, like, are tailing you and then trying to skirt around you in traffic and then skirt around you and then you pull up to the light and, like, you actually end up in front of them at the light. It's like... Dude, what are you, like, skirting around for? You're just putting yourself in danger. Yeah. You're doing nothing. You're not saving any time. It's the truth. It's it's crazy. But, I mean, there's there's different types of people in this world. That's there's all. There's levels. And I do drive fast, so, you know. Yeah. I mean, I drive. I It depends on my mood. But yeah. never will I be like, oh, I'm going to go around you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't even know what I'm getting into. No, you but. know what? Those people, you're talking about those people that are like, you remember the thing at the doctor's office back in the day, the kids thing where it had the different colored blocks and you have to like swoop them around the loops? Yeah. that Those people drive like that, the ones that you're talking about. Where like it's just taking all of them at once and just going. <laughs> exactly. Like they're just fucking all over the place. They do two loops around like the same people just to fucking get an inch in front of the one guy. And it's yeah. like, makes no that's sense. just stupid. Or you could just chill and listen to music and like right. have your windows down and enjoy the ride. Yeah. I'm an, I'm an enjoy the ride kind of guy. Oh, me too. But I'm doing 77 and 65 at a minimum. Oh yeah. Highways. We're talking 80. Like I'm cruising, enjoying the ride at 80. Right. Because that's what we're from New Jersey. That's what we do. Yeah. But well, also, it, when I'm cruising around, like, I'm not, like, trying to get by people. I'm not trying to fucking pull one over on someone, like... Right. You know yeah, what like, I mean? if, if the situation calls for you to slow down, you slow down. Yeah. You don't fucking hit the shoulder just to make sure you get around these people so you exactly. keep doing 80. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. You know, and, I mean, everyone's different, but, like, this... I think the situation at the airport, I don't know why people are just so thirsty for it. Like, I think they it's really anxiety. Are. I mean, flying is an anxious thing to do. It is. And also, sure. you want to get to where you're going. You're, like, excited, maybe excited to get to where you're going. Mm-hmm. You got the anxiety. You don't want to fuck up. You don't want to, like, miss your spot. I get it. But also, it's annoying. I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's silly. Silly is what it is because you're not getting anywhere any faster you're clearly not even thinking about it yeah like that's what it is it's just this like <gasps> i've always seen like the debarking off the plane as like worse debarking is that wrong no that's wrong that's wrong De- you're talking about deplaning deplaning or disembarking disembarking yeah yeah so yeah i've always seen that i've always seen that more i guess I don't fly a lot, but... Right, but I mean, yeah. If I'm in row 17 and then the plane, like, comes to a stop and they're like, okay, we'll open the doors in, like, five minutes and then everyone's standing. Yeah. And then, like, people behind you, you're row 17 and, like, row 23 is, like, already up and getting their bags out of the overhead and, like, 
trying to pass you, and then you're the nice guy, like, all right, just go. Go ahead. And, like, you're stuck in your aisle while people are just walking oh, no. past you. Fuck that, bro. No, I, I agree. Fuck that, but... Yeah. It happens. And, and it does, but that's the thing, is that, like... Because I'd rather just be like, you know what? When you get where you're going, you can beat people. That's the thing for me, like, where I understand it. It's like, okay. Like, believe me, I don't, I don't waste a lot of time in an airport. I'm, I usually know where I'm going. Like, I'm very, like, look at the signs. A lot of airport signs are very similar. And I walk fast. I walk like a New Yorker. I really do. And I don't know why. Like, that that one probably pisses somebody else off. And I, <laughs> and I can't help it. But it's, it's a not wasting time thing. Like, I, I would rather get to where the gate is. But and if like, you invite him for a social drink at 7 p.m. on a Saturday... He'll show up at 9.30. Oh, I will. I think that's what it is. It's not that I'm always late. It's that I can be so ridiculously late when I'm late. And then hit me with the, like, dude, I was so busy. Yeah, well, I am busy guy. <laughs> I had to shower for, like, an hour and a half. and No, that's a And then fallacy. I had to put clothes on, dude. Since I got married, this became the thing. I'll I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That that one pisses me off, but the rest of it's all true. The rest of it is like a hundred percent true. I'll be like, yeah, you know, I probably knew I wasn't gonna make it. <laughs> if I'm honest, <laughs> it's all good, man. Hey, I mean, if you really cared, you know, I wouldn't be wouldn't, laughing about we, it. We wouldn't be friends. I'd be yelling at you. Um, I know it's been years of this shit. I'm used to it. That's the truth. That's the truth. And we're never ready when Jared shows up for our parties. <laughs> But thank God for you, man. Hey, guys, show up at 7. That first knock comes, and we're like, shit! Show somebody up. showed up at 7? Show up at 7, guys. Jared walks in at 7.15, like, fashionably late. What's going on? Oh, no one's here. <laughs> oh, you guys are in the shower. Crickets. Oh, uh, okay. Cool. You didn't get booze yet. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, man. What are you going to do? That's. I mean, that's what it is. We've hacked too much in, you know? And it's because of that, I think, that it bothers me on the plane thing. In conclusion with the plane thing, if you are a person who stands up as soon as somebody gets on that little walkie-talkie and starts talking about boarding in a couple of minutes, just take a look around. Just look at the, look at the level of person with this thirst behind their eyes for nothing. You're not winning. If you're group one, you're going to board with group one. If you're mm-hmm. group two, you're gonna board with group two. I don't care like how they call it. Also, your seat's not going anywhere. I mean, it's fucking so assigned. You're all going to the same spot. And you're not getting there faster. No. You're not getting and really like you want to sit in an airplane seat longer than you have to. <laughs> all right. Well, we've gone on long enough about this. It's true. Don't let me don't get me started ranting. I know. I I appreciate your rant though. Well, well, I'm done, y'all. Talk amongst yourselves on that. Well, at, at that, let me just say that I would really like to rant about how we need to get more ratings and reviews on Who's, iTunes. Who is it? Is that you? Not rating and reviewing? Why not? We can't rate and review ourselves, It takes people. two seconds. If you listen, if you get a slight chuckle out of this, it really helps us. We would like to be seen. We would like to be heard by more people. This actually brings up something, though. Do you rate and review? Yes. That is a stone-cold and bold-faced lie. 
I do. You know what? Here's the challenge for us. Because I, I do review. I, I honestly, I do I review. rate. I don't review because my I feel like reviewing is like pretentious. But rate us. That's all. There you go. Rate us. Give rate us five. Us. Give us give us whatever stars you and want. It, no, no. If you give us one star. That's fine. Review it. It's fine. Review it. Yeah, let us know. Period. We're reachable. We're reachable guys. We're just right here, sitting here. Exactly. I mean, I'm pretty busy. You can be reached at Dot. Michael Philip Tennant. What is your Instagram name? That is my Instagram. Michael Philip Tennant. Michael P. Tennant. Michael P. Tennant. Yeah, P. Philip. I'm I'm so Smitty. Super like a couple years ago catchy, but not so catchy anymore, but I'm still staying with it. That's him. Yeah, I like it. Stick with it. We can be reached. We just need reviews and ratings on our iTunes. Help us get seen. Obviously, everyone says that, but it's true for us because we're still small beans. Also, if you feel like the show's a good place for you to advertise your business, you know, we we will send you over a little advertising contract, and we're happy to do that. Slash come on our show. Yeah. I mean, that's Make really... us drink dumb shit. That's the point that's of this show. Just, you have to drink it, too. Yeah. But, yes. That's the point. I did want to say we got on our, our, uh, our website, we had an IP address that hit, that downloaded through the website... From Hyderabad, Andhra Pradesh, India. Well, we're sorry for butchering the name. Uh, I said it pretty good, I think. No, you didn't. <laughs> I think I did. Oh, I'm not even sure you uh... didn't say it right at all. But yeah. hey, <laughs> still said it. That's fun. Still I'm not always it. late. Still <laughs> said it. <laughs> anyway, we're winding down here. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I got another pansy ass jam. Yes, I love your pansy jams. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what, Jared's right. I think you really put your your finger right on this earlier. I was telling I did, him the and song I for tonight. I didn't mean to, but it's I did. true though. It is true. It's funny because I I you know maybe didn't want to admit that initially, but you know the more I think about it, hey, whoa. Side note: Is that a new candle? Yeah, dude, I bought it today. We got a new candle in the lot. I bought a new candle because hey. the old one I jerry-rigged, like, ran out. I did. All right. All we right. made it three episodes. Okay. Got a new candle. But, yeah, when when you were telling me about songs and you huh? play songs, and I'm like, oh, man, you really are just, like, involved in the dance world because every new jam you, like, show me is, like, a jam song that I've never heard of, like, a dance song I've never heard of that... Now, I will say this. I'm, like, way ahead of the curve on the dance jam songs. I agree. So, you see so many, and, I mean, it's next level. It's really next level. So, it's one of those things where you're, like, it's so innovative to, like, the the, the dance, like, in the dance competition culture. Yeah. Where you're, like, yeah, I got one for you. And people are, like, oh, I'm not sure this guy does. Like, he's wearing a Carhartt hat. Like, does he really know? <laughs> and then I just blast him with, like, a ch- contemporary song that blows him away. But this one, I don't know. This this is because it's dance influence. Like, I'm in mid-season form here where <laughs> I know. Here, I've just been around it too much. Here's my qualms. I have no problem. Yeah. I have no problem because, again, this whole, this whole you, like, throwing this song on me at the end of the show thing is legit. Like... You're yeah. throwing shit that I've never heard, which I like, which is a, what I want. 
But here, here we go. Like, you're just like, you throw this at me. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. It sounds like you heard this at a dance comp. Right. Like, is this on the pulse? I don't know, like, what music's like these days. That's why I look to you for, like, the new jams. I mean, this one tonight, I just, this kid is unbelievably talented. I think he's the next John Mayer. And this jam, I don't know. It's just a fun one. I mean, it's just, there's, there's nothing, like, crazy cool or intuitive about it the, the lyrics are very like the very surface level but it's just like a fun tune you know and i'm, I get in, I'm in mid-season I like it. form I with like the it. dance comps i don't mind it i'm just saying like every time you throw it at me i'm like oh damn yeah like should i know about this or like is this something like i would never know about regardless? you're just gonna have to deal with this every march april <laughs> may yes you're gonna have to deal with it you're side note deal with it. we need new chairs bro yeah, we need... Wait, you need a new chair? I like our chairs. They're comfortable, but I feel like every time I move in my chair, it squeaks, and I feel like it comes through. Huh. Hey, man. It's just money, right? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> never had it, never will. No, but a quick preview. A quick preview while we're here. <laughs> we got some big things coming up. Yeah. Maybe potentially new chairs. Yeah. Definitely episode 40. Mm. All right. Over next the week, hill. Next week's gonna be dope. Of next Garden week's State gonna Revelry. be dope. And I'm 32, back. so saying dope sounds really weird that I say it, but it's showing my age there. That's fine. It's gonna be really dope. Uh, it's, it's cool. It's gonna be so dope, Mike. Uh, dope. I don't know. I feel like it's all context. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It works. It's gonna be fucking bitching. But we got we got some big things in store for 40, and we got some big guests in the pipeline. Um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for what's next for the show. It's a, it's always a pleasure being on here with you. Of course. Um, and yeah, next week, man, episode forty. Episode forty is gonna be fun. We're gonna have. I guarantee we're gonna have fun. It's already lined up. We're gonna have fun with that. Yeah. We have other things lined up in the pipeline. We're we're wrinkling out the irons. That's right. We're not wrinkling. We're ironing out the, out the wrinkles. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Next week. But we have some shit lined up. We're gonna talk about. Summer anthems. What's it going to be this year, y'all? What's it going to be? We need something. Obviously, the people. We're clamoring for that get out, take your shirt off kind of vibe. Yeah, for real. Actually, from now, when this comes out tomorrow, Wednesday, give us some suggestions. Should If you got a suggestion. If you have suggestions? No, if you have suggestions for... Your summer anthem, what you think is going to be hot this summer, let us know. We'll play it on the air. We'll shout you out. Yeah. We'll get some shout outs. We're looking for the next summer anthem. That's what basically we're going to do. It's like we're, it's a casting call for this year's anthem. Yeah. Give it to us, people. If you already know, if you're in some crazy cool place in India where you already know about it, because you're doing all the back level editing work that this production company's outsourcing. Holler at us. For real. Drop it. Do it. Drop it. Why not? We'll make you instantly famous amongst our, our 40 to 100, somewhere in there, people that, that listen to or maybe yeah. don't listen to us, but subscribe. But if you're our friends and you're listening, keep listening. If you're not our friends and you're just checking us out, give us some love. Shout out to us. Reach out to us. We're available. Yeah. We would love to chat. S slide into the DMs. Yeah. What's that? 
my position on the Boy Scouts of America is uh, unwavering, you know, but, but go Uninformed ahead. Uninformed opinions. <laughs> Try to convince me otherwise. There's zero research to back me up. Uh, it's been fun, though. Yeah. Yeah, it has been fun. Um, all right. I'm living the dongle life now. Mm. And uh, Wait, time out. You got a new phone. I'm mad about that. I've had a broken phone for like two years now, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, you're due for an upgrade. Any fans out there want to like contribute a phone to me? That would be really awesome. Oh, yeah. we. I'm sure. I'm glad we got that in there. Yeah, because I'm sure that will help because we can't even I'm get. I'm sure people are just anxious to I give you a phone. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I need a new phone. But other than that, go ahead. Yeah. So, so um, I'm hoping this plays correctly. Um, I did test it before the show, so it should. But, um, yeah, this is um, a new track from Sean Mendez, who I really think is a talented guy. It's, it's him and a guitar. He's also super fucking handsome. It's called Lost in Japan. Boom. This has been the Garden State Revelry. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. All it takes is one flight. We'd be in the same time zone. Looking through your timeline. Seeing all the rainbows. I, I got an idea. And I know that it sounds crazy. I just want to see you. Oh, I gotta ask, do you got plans tonight? I'm a couple hundred miles from Japan tonight I was thinking I could fly to your hotel tonight Cause I can't get you off my mind Can't get you off my mind Can't get you off my mind oh. I can feel the tension We could cut it with a knife I know it's more than just a friendship I can hear you think I'm right, yeah do I gotta convince you That you shouldn't fall asleep It'll only be a couple of hours And I'm about to leave Do you got plans tonight? I'm a couple hundred miles from Japan tonight I was thinking I could fly to your hotel tonight Cause I can't get you off my mind Can't get you off my mind Can't get you off my mind Do you 